All right, welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Ralph Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful queen. Hello, everyone. Vivian Velasquez. Happy to be here with you all. So this show is live, so you're watching us through Facebook. Just comment below. Let us know where you're watching us from, and I'm going to share this with my uh, community here to get more people invited. So um, what's the topic okay. for today? What are we going to talk about today, babe? Well, we didn't really have a topic because we have so much in our mind, and we just didn't want to even dwell with the top, with the. Well, we know, have we have some framework that we're going to share with you. We yes. have one question that came through uh, at the leadership. Yes. But tell us what, what you're excited about, babe. <sighs> Everything. I'm always excited about something. The little things and the big things. But, um, I mean, you just finished a beautiful event, which I'm sure you're going to talk about and share with everyone that is watching. And I was excited just to be part of it. I am always humbled to be there, to be able to share, not not really the stage, because I'm more like the, I, li I like to be in the back, no lights on me. I just love to be there and share the space with you and be able to be with the men. So I was really excited to be part of that, to be able to get back into the groove of things, to be able to share some of my amazing news with the men that came back. Um, my health is improving. And I think we talked a little bit about it before, like, you know, there's always something that we could be grateful for. And we should be focusing on the little wins and the big ones, too. So there's a lot of beautiful, exciting new things that are happening, not only in my life, but in yours, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we actually got to do another live show. I mean, we haven't done a live yeah. show in a while. We've been doing some pre-recording shows. So yeah. right before we come in here, everyone was stressing out because I'm driving. It's like, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. I said, what are you talking about? We're right on time. <laughs> we are five. We're only three minutes late. I said we're only three minutes late for me. That's that's a win. That's a win. That's early for me. <laughs> and that's that's a difference. That's one of the many differences between Raul and I. It's like, I, for me, like time flows and I get it and I try and I do my thing. Like time flows with me, through me. But when I'm with you, it's like, ah, time, time, <laughs> but, God, but, just but here's, the here's time. The thing. We've learned how not to get triggered because I remember maybe two, three years ago, oh, yes. That yes, this yes, would have yes. gotten into a fight. Yes. This would have blown over. We probably were not done this podcast. We probably would have been fighting because you were like, you're late, Raul. I'm like, you know, don't push me. Don't trigger me. And, and now we just, you know, that's, that's who we are. I'm not trying to change you. You're not trying to change me. And, and at the end, we, we get shit done. That's what matters. We do. We do. And I, I definitely have to say, like, I've, I'm really amazed at myself because it, I don't let it get to me. Because before in the past, I was like, well, then how do I look? And I think it has a lot to do with, you know, what, what would people say about me if I am late? If, if I don't show up, if I'm not, um, if not, if I'm not being who Vivian should be, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like all these rules. And then when we let go of that stuff and it's like, okay, well, what are we here to do? What is the real intention of this podcast? What is the real intention of us rushing here and giving ourselves this time to be here. It's like, so we could let people know that the marriages are not, not perfect, perfect, not perfect, that we are I'm progress, that there is fun in between, that there is this, you know, oceans of emotions that go in and out from our hearts. But it's like, but at least you got to try. And at the end of the day, give yourself the permission <laughs> to piss each other off and, yes. and come back stronger. So let's, yes. uh, Let's give some shout out here. So Christian Abad, thank you, brother, for, for watching this. Diamond Guzman, uh, Javier Garcia, Greg, and Good. all you guys who are watching this, just comment below. Let us know where are you connecting from. Awesome. Uh, and if you have questions, just make sure you put your questions uh, at the bottom here. We'll answer it towards the end of the show. Yes. So, yes, we did have last week, last week, we had an amazing event, the first Next Level Virtual Summit. 
Yay! And it was uh, it was the first time that we did it. That my team, shout out to yes, to, amazing. to my team, Jay, yes. Daniel, uh, Elvis, Elvis uh, Roberto, yep. even Robert. You know, putting yes. putting the emails. Christian, uh, uh, Sean, Reg, every single one of the teams that you just came together was Jay, a beautiful, Daniel, beautiful. Jay, so, so here's what I gotta share. Yeah. I'll share it with the audience. Like when we did this, um, we didn't know how it was gonna work out. I mean, you know, we have a um, an idea of what was going to look like. Yes. I invited my inner circle members to join me just in case, you know, I need some help. Just you know, in case just you in just case, put a show with them. J- just in <laughs> case there is no virtual event and the technology yeah. doesn't work out, I'm still going to yeah. have an event with my guys uh, at the event. Yeah, because that's the truth. Like, we're at the mercy of technology. Like, if something doesn't go right or the way that it was planned, then I'm always afraid of that. Even, like, when I do my Facebook Lives on Friday that I do my Queen's Corner, like, I'm always like, I rely on my phone, which I love because it's pretty simple. But here you are, like, orchestrating this massive attendance yeah, of people. 300 people who right? sign up to be there. Oh, my there. gosh. I was praying for you. And and uh, and, and 100 people that uh, sign up. At the, I mean, like Dane, and we didn't yeah. know that our Zoom meeting was capped at 100. And then we had to upgrade towards the mix because we got a bunch of messages saying, hey, I can't get in. I'm trying to get yeah, in. Yeah. But the first hour was a shit show. The first hour, everything you could think of went wrong. We couldn't get the audio. We couldn't get the the, the screens to work. And 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 the the beautiful thing is that we opened the the, the event for the first hour for my clients. So because right. I knew that they were gonna be more forgiven, I knew they knew that this is the first time we were doing it. You opened up the virtual be, part. The virtual, the virtual, the virtual part, okay. yeah. The, the the first hour of the virtual event was for my clients, like a VIP section. Okay. And then afterwards, we're gonna let the rest of the guys who sign up in. Awesome. And uh, the, but the first the first hour was a shit show. I mean, <laughs> uh, but the, the beautiful thing is I didn't even I didn't break a sweat. Like I was <laughs> I was proud of myself that I didn't break. At the, at the moment of pressure, I was in the stage, and my clients, you know, were interacting, and we were still. The show must go on. Yeah. But something happened towards like that, the next hour when, you know, things were supposed to go the way they were supposed to go. And it was just flawless. It was like flawless execution. Yes. It was, everything started to work. And I love that about you because, and that's something that I so admire. And I think that's probably just like being an entrepreneur and like you just, this beautiful saying that you have is adapt, adapt, adjust, and execute. You even have t-shirts right? with that. You, you have all the of that. So if you want and, a t-shirt, comment. The best question in this yes. podcast gets adapt, adjust, and, and, execute. and execute t-shirt. t-shirt. And that's easy to say it. It's easy to put it on your chest. It's easy to like even have this mantra. But when you are tested, when this stuff happens, like I'm telling you, I just pictured myself there. I would have like probably just dropped <laughs> and pretend I'm dead because I just can't take that pressure. But like, I just so admire that about you and even the team, like you guys come together and you make things work. And that's so admirable. And then when you let go, yeah. and I think that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Well, like you let go of control, when you let go of like how you want things to happen, then God is like, Okay, Raul, let me let me just step in here and let me make let me open it up to the masses and let, you know because it was like screens of people just they are listening to you and it's you know that's not us that mm. is just God orchestrating His love and His mercy over you because there's so many of us praying over you. I think that's that's the moment that you know I felt that okay if the worst case scenario <laughs> I will unplug the Zoom meeting and I'll have a whole event with my guys that were there we had about twenty guys there because the hotel limit us. 25 yeah. people yeah, yeah. so we can't have more than 25 people in the room mm. and and at that moment i say you know what if this technology doesn't work i'm gonna unplug it i'm gonna have the event but the show must go on yes. and at the end of the day 
that's what we're made of. That's that's who we are as yeah. as leaders, as entrepreneurs. Oh, we gosh. have to continue to push through. <laughs> that's just so stressful. But I, I feel you, pay because you were you, you were doubting even to come to the event because you don't know how it was gonna go. Like it, the last time we had an event, you and I got sick. So uh, you know we had you know some fear around there. So so talk to the audience about some of the fear that you were going through. How you walked through that fear. Yeah, there was a lot of fear, a lot of hesitation because, like you said, back in March, we were at the same stage, you know, just serving and loving everyone there. And then all of a sudden, like, this little fear that comes in and kicks in. And it's not just in me. I know it's in all of us. And that's the fear that stops us in our tracks. And then we're, like, thinking. I was thinking, like, should I go? Do I want to be around these men again? Do I want to show up, like, half-assed? What is it that I want? So it's like I, I really had to ask myself again what's the intention like why am i going why and yeah. the, the why is such a big thing and it's like listen even if i get there and i get to tell these men how much i appreciate them their prayers their support when i was going through like i just want them to hear it from my my lips because i actually did a video um i filmed a video with with uh, Elvis and he had already you know like I was already thinking like look at that I already set myself up for me not failure. to go you, you set yourself up for failure yes, before I did. you even you yes even yes even I did give yourself a chance and then when we had a conversation uh probably the day before because we went on a date night you said something and I don't know what it was but it was like it allowed me to see that that's not serving at my highest my best authentic self and something that I teach my girls and I always tell them like the reason why I teach you is just to come back and to teach myself because I tell them I'm like we have this stage of like you know our, we, you could be in a princess stage or you could be in the queen mentality and then all of a sudden like when I heard me saying that when I knew that I already did the video and I was like wow Vivian like you're 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 stuck on this princess mentality you're just selling yourself short of what you could do because it's not what we are doing but what God could do through us and and that's the times that we have to get a hold of our fear and get a hold of our emotions get a hold of of what's really going on inside of us and then ask ourselves like okay what is the big why and what is the intention thank God I was able to push through and thank God I was able to get there and just you know to hug each and every one of them and to thank them and to hopefully said something inspiring for and one I, or I, I, one I always or tell two. you i always tell you that the biggest feedback that i get from men who listen to you is is just your words that just flow uh, and that's what i told you dana is like just one word if you say one word that makes somebody think different or, or yeah. act different that's that's all that matters yeah and then at the end of the day like i know that you're teaching these men you know about business and about life and the meditation and the community and i get that and i love that because that's what men need and that's what we need too as women but the reason why we do this type of podcast in additional to everything else that you're doing is because we want listeners out there we want i wanted these men to to realize that you know everything that you're doing out there nothing really matters unless you have your relationship together the relationship with yourself and then your relationship with your spouse because a lot of these men, they're out there working and, you know, making things happen and they're making great things happen. But then you want to come back home and you want to have this significant other, the love of your life, your queen. You want her to be happy. You want to have this communion. You want to have this love, right? So it's like that's something that we've worked on so hard and we have that right now. So I wanted them to see that. I wanted them to know, like, 
this amazing guy has an ama- even more amazing extravagant woman, you know, waiting for him. Because and, we work so hard at it. And, and, he, and this is so true when you, when you say that, that, you know, one of the big things that we worked on at the mastermind was, you know, leverage. You know, what's the leverage? How, uh. can, how can we go to the next level? In order for you to go to the next level, you have to have leverage. So the biggest leverage is finding your why. What's the reason that you show up? What's the reason that you want to lead? Why right. do you want to go to the next level? You know, and, yeah. and most of these guys, I'd probably say all of these guys, what they said that the leverage is their family. The leverage is their, their kids. The leverage is like, like who's, who will suffer? And I had them writing down, who will pay the price if you're not willing to pay the, pay the price to lead? Right. Who will suffer if you don't level up? Who will pay the price if you don't show up? So that's leverage. Yeah. So they're not saying, well, I want to make more money because, you know, I want to, I want to buy more cars. I want to buy bigger houses. At, at a certain, you know, place, that doesn't matter anymore. I, mean, I know. Because it's superficial. Guys, at the beginning, most, we all do. Most of these do. guys are past that. Most yeah. of my clients are very past the superficial yes. shit that, yes. that's out there. They are talking about legacy. They're talking yeah. about impact. But if we don't have the why and we don't have the leverage and the big why and big leverage is relationships. Yes. If you don't have your shit together with your wife, with your partner, no matter how focus you are on your business is is a, a drain that's dragging you towards you know uh, holding you back from going to the next step in your business or any every area of your life right and that's that's what you know i wanted these men to, to figure that part out it's like let's plant the little seed and let them know that they're working so hard at everything else relationships have to be worked on relationships like we said like you know they're they're simple but it's not easy so the same way that you're working in your business and your and your body, like you got to take the time to invest into your relationship. One of the things that you said because we had these guys for six hours, it was amazing. Amazing. Six hours, I, I, that, I was blown away. We had ninety percent retention in the um, in the event. What's that? Okay, 90%, great. 90%, yeah, thank you. We got the producer telling us yes. it was a voice coming yes. from the top. <laughs> you have questions. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Go so ahead, let finish me, let me just finish, finish my thought. That, yeah. Six, 90% of the uh, people who attended, the men who attended this event, stayed until the end. Six hours of, of conversation, six hours of breakthrough, six because hours of Because when you're in it, it goes like this. And like I was blown so away when I saw the, the video. Yes. Your time on stage, when you talk about here's you know what you need to do in your relationship, here's what's gonna happen in your relationship. Every single guy was glued into the screen. We just said three things. We were trying to we were trying to like the theme was like the theme three, was right? keeping it simple. Three, the, the, keeping the, it simple. The theme was making sure that we don't complicate things, especially now that that we are in a in a place of, of chaos. You know, the, the mm. theme of the event was how to build certainty in the middle of chaos. Right. And one of the ways to build certainty in the middle of chaos is to keep things simple so you yes. could continue to create momentum. Yes, I love that. So some questions. What's the question? See, my that. question is how to handle, is how do I handle that better myself? Or what can I do to have better approach? Okay, so Enrique Valcazar is asking, my wife and my biggest... Uh, Head bumping happens when I put discipline on the kids and she thinks I'm too hard on them. And instead of backing me up, she starts fighting with me in front of the kids and undermines my progressive position. Well, man, that's that's a big... That's a big thing because as men, if we if we don't learn how to how to be in the same page as our woman, and we discipline our kids, and then all of a sudden they, the the wife comes in and says something else, it just it takes away your power, it takes away your your position in the in the That's tribe. Exactly what he said. And and I remember growing up with my mom and dad. Oh. Like That's if my, a if my dad, it doesn't, yeah, Enrique Valcazar, you probably, yeah, he's Colombian, Ecuadorian, la, la, Latino. Yeah. That's, that's a, America. that's a cultural thing, a cultural thing, because every single time when I talk to my, my dad and my dad will lay the hammer, I will always go to my mom 
to get it to, yes. to get it easier. Yes. And and when we had kids, you want to have this conversation because well, we I still have pattern. kids. <laughs> well, we started having kids. The kids were born. Okay. I said, you know, we need to be on the same page. Like, if if we're not on the same page, they're not. Um, they're gonna see us battle. Yes, and we still have this fights over how we discipline our kids because we as women we want to mother our especially our sons like I find this like so hard I'm so hard with with my daughter like I'm very like strict with her because I want her to amount to everything that I didn't amount to and you know I'm trying to like live myself through her and I had to catch myself and then with my son I want to mother him and I want to take care of him and I want him you know and then it's like I had to catch myself too and these are the patterns that we run not really because of something that happened to us but because of something that happened you know in our childhood or because of our parents that's something that you have to have a conversation with yourself Mm. but the conversation that you and I had which is so helpful it is not when the kid when we're mad at each other it is not when we're putting down the foot and having the discipline it is when we take this time and actually say like you came to me you're like Vivian I, I, whether you and I are having this discipline for our kids, you need to respect me in that sense. And I need to respect you. Yeah. So it's not like just because you're the father, you have the discipline or because I'm the mother. But it's like we have to come together. We have to see each other's points. They may be valid. They may be not. But we have to learn to discipline our kids at this in this almost like what is the intention behind the discipline? And for me also was big when we had a conversation. It's like. For me to know that my son needs to grow up and be a man after God's heart. But it also, they need to have discipline. They need to have respect. They need to have habits. They need to have, you know, like the big thing with Alejandro is like he needs to exercise. You know, it's like that, that's a big thing. And it's like, oh, no, don't don't make him exercise because he's had a long day or he doesn't need to exercise. He'll do it tomorrow. But then I had to catch myself and it's like, okay, if I'm going to let him slide this time, what else is going to slide? So it, it all comes down to, to this. Like if you are arguing about how to discipline the kids in yeah. front of the kids, both that's, of you are lost. Yes. Like you, that's yes. a lost battle. The, the yes. kids are winning the battle because yes. they know how to push the buttons. So one of the agreements that you and I made is that we don't fight. That you oh. and I are the team. Yes. Okay. And I, I position you in our family as like, listen, if there's a fire in the house and I, I, and the first one I'm saving is your mother. <laughs> if I have time, I come back for you. And my kids look at me like, what? That, that's so mean. I said, yeah, well, you know, your, your mother's number one to me. And then they know that the same thing with, with us, even though realistically, if something happens, I probably take all yeah, of us, I try to try to try to save every single one of them for I us. Know. But I think, yeah, but, you're right. But, but at the end, but they have that. to see that. Yes. That is you and I. Yes. And every single time something happens, if they ask me, I say, what did mom say? Well, what are, yeah, I'm not going to go against what mom said. And you're not going to guess what I said. Now, it doesn't mean that we both agree with it. We, most of the time we don't. And then then is our conversation afterwards yes. for us to talk it through with each other. Yes. So we could actually make better decisions because I tell, I t- especially my my son, I tell him, listen, you're my first son. I'm gonna make mistakes. <laughs> I'll probably get it better with your sister, but yeah. I'm I'm learning as I grow along too. I'm not perfect, so and that's the thing. Like we don't have a guide to be parents, so I I really like it would be easy, right? Like if we could pick up a book, and there are so many great books which we learn from. But I think it's just taking the time to actually like, okay, let's we're a team. I think that's the time that we forget. It's like, let's make the time 
a conscious decision. What is the intention of us parenting? How do we want to parent? How do we want the discipline to look like? And let's just make this work for all of us. Yeah. Right. And, and it may it may not work the, the way that you think it's going to work, but at least it's like you guys are on the same page because most of the time and, and we are. And, and listen, same page. and especially if, if as a Latin man, and I I've, I go into this this thing is that we constantly try. I gotta catch myself. We we do the same thing that our parents did to us, yes. right? Which is constantly you know try, trying to yes. be over disciplined and yes. and try to like like that doesn't work anymore here. Like nowadays. We have to be more empathetic with, with, with our kids, but at the same time, try to get into where their world, yeah. you know, like perfect example, you know, you probably look at some you know, previous podcasts that, that I've done is when I wanted to throw a, a, my son's PlayStation out the window. <laughs> like I, went, I already had the hammer. I don't want to like yeah, put the hammer crazy. through it and put it out there. Yes. But I caught myself. I said, what am I, what am I showing him? How am I reacting? And is my kid going to uh, be afraid of me? Is this an opportunity for me to connect with them? So I think we need to have more connection. Yes. Connection with our kids, connection with our wives, connection with ourselves, and, and not try to say, well, this is what my dad did, or this is what my mother did. This I, I usually throw that in there so they could remember like how, where we came from, but usually it doesn't work anymore because my, my daughter goes, Dad, I know you were an immigrant. I know you got bullied. I know that your mom you know, beat, beat you when you were bad. I said, but you know, we're different. And, and he, she always poses like, are you talking about expansion? Don't you talk about you? You're yeah. grown to be a king. You know what would a king do? And then in my mind, it's okay. I, I get it. I have to have a different approach, but at the same time, don't be too soft on them that they yes. walk all over you. And and not being in the same connection with your wife or your partner is that's failing. That's that's the that's loss of a war. Um, there's a great book out there, and I don't remember exactly who the author is, but it's called Co- Conscious. Conscious Parenting. Parenting. Yeah, great book. It's a really beautiful book. And I think it's just us as parents learning how to communicate. And I think one of the best things that we've done with our kids, even when we want to punish them, like we have a conversation with them and we tell them like, these are the consequences of something that you did, whether it was like a bad grade or not showing up with your sister or whatever it was. Like these are the consequences. And when we have those conversations, like we, we treat them as you know, as people, like as like there are our kids, but they're also humans. Like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's understand and what we're going and through. And at the end, our kids picked us so we could grow. They yeah. have this belief that their soul picked us yes. so we could grow. And you have to let go of the entitlement that because you're the parent, yes. they owe you the love or they owe you respect. Yes. You have to, it's, it's both ways. Because you I'm earn the their parent, respect, you I'm earn their you love, and you continue to build a relationship. But yes. that's a great question. Great question. Um. So I want to uh, also answer another question that they have here, but um, there was something in here that I wanted to read. Well, Greg shout out Johnson. to Greg Johnson. Yeah. yeah, since the conference, I haven't had any alcohol. I started meditating, reading the Bible That's again, amazing. helping my wife and son. With more, we more started to dedicate more time with my business and also journaling each day, one percent each day. My goal is to be able to to go to the next level community by the end of this month. Great, Greg, yes, appreciate that, man. Yes, that's, that's that just amazing. means the world to me. That that you know you take an action on that. And one of the yes. things that we talked about at the event is just. Stop beating yourselves up. Give yourself the permission to fail. Give yourself permission to 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 get down, but get back up. Is yeah. the, the game is the one percent game? Yes. Can you win your day by one percent? Can you become better today? One percent better than who you were yesterday. I say the one thing. Like for me and my queens, I tell them like, what is the one thing? And I really focus on what is the one thing that's going to bring you joy. What is the one thing that brings you happiness? Because I think a lot of the time, like we forget. Like you know, probably Greg forgot. All it is is like for us remembering, it's like, who did 
God, the universe, whatever you believe in, like, what does he want from you, from you? Why are you here for, right? That's like a big question. And we start to like really take the time and answer those questions. Like everything starts to change because it's like all of a sudden we had this blinders on and when you open your eyes, it's like, can we answer these questions? One of the things that um, I know that came up in the event, and I think Christian is is good to remind us about it, is to talk a little bit about the difference between the princess and the queen mentality. And I know I didn't have any time to talk about any of this because it's it just it goes so deep, right? Yeah, we have we have a couple <laughs> of, of single guys in the in the in the mastermind, and yeah. they were like they're dating uh, princesses or queens, and they were like, how do how do I tell the difference between a princess and a queen? Mm. Uh, and it's it's a great topic because the same thing. How do you tell the difference between a warrior and a king, right? And and the right. warrior for me is the one who's always thinking about himself. The warrior for me is the one who's constantly trying to succeed and prove something. Mm. The king is somebody who already he doesn't have to prove anything. He knows who he is, and all he needs to do is just build his kingdom. And the kingdom that I'm talking about is, is from within. Yeah, the certainty from within. What's your insight on, on so the princess uh, and the queen? I could I could like just have a whole podcast on this. I mean, a whole episode, I should say. Um, but here's the thing, like we have very few, um, how do you say it, like examples of what a princess and when the queen could be, right? Like this mentalities of it. And when I was thinking about that, I'm like, well, who could it be? And then for me, I didn't want to put any one person, right? Because I didn't want to set that example for some reason, right? And then when I picked up the Bible and they had in there the Proverbs 31 woman, and for me, when I read that at the beginning, it was like, oh, hell no. Like, I can never amount to that. Like, holy cow, she does so much. Like, there, I can never amount to it. And then a couple of years later, I read it again. And then I realized, like, all of that, the Proverbs 31, when, when they talk about the woman, that woman never had a name. So, like, when I prayed about it, it was like, well, that woman is not named because all of us as women could be that. And if you're listening to this and you haven't had the chance to read it, like go and read it, sit down and take the time to read it. And it's just so beautiful the way that the Bible orchestrates what a woman could be with God's help. And, you know, this woman, it's like, you know, she, she wakes up early and she puts God's word first and she takes care of her husband and she, she, um, like, it's just so many beautiful things. And it's like, oh, okay, then, well, that's that's the idea to me of, of like a queen, right? Like this queen mentality because she has it, not all of it together, but she has the time to make those things happen. And for me, that was such a beautiful example. And it's something like to look forward to, something that I'm working towards. That was my example. And then, you know, like the princess, I think of myself back in the days, like when I was a princess, it's like, we, like you said, like we're thinking of ourselves for one, and two, we, we're just, think of it like, like you're throwing a tantrum for everything. You, you just fall so short of like the big picture, mm. right? It's like we could be so much, but yet we get so hung up on the little things. We're often thinking of ourselves. That's it. It's like me, me, me. What about me? And when a queen mentality has to step in, it's like, what is, what is good for me that I could serve everyone around me? And how do I serve them? How do I love them? What, what, how do I want to love them? And it's more like understanding a queen. When you see a queen, you kind of think of a person like 
that already knows herself and honors herself, honors herself, loves herself, and it's so full and so abundant that she could love everyone else that comes in contact with her. If, so it's if a you way different energy. Back, if you start looking back at movies, right, how they portray the, the queen and the princess, even just looking at those archetypes, right? Yeah. The, the princess always uh, looking to uh, think, she thinks that the world owes her something. Yeah. The princess always is like somebody's after her or somebody's bad or the bad, bad stepmother or the bad queen or they don't want to, they don't let them be with the prince. You know, in those <laughs> movies, like the prince is always in trouble, you know, the, yeah. because it, they, they, um, the mind is always trying to create that the world owes the, the queen something. It's very similar to the warrior. The world the owes the warrior something. It's like, yeah. this is it's me. I'm, I'm, you know, I need to go into the battlefield because of me, because I need to succeed. You need to it's prove about, yourself. It's all about proving to the world who you are. Yes. And if you look at the archetypes as the queen, the queen, I mean, look, Queen Elizabeth, you yeah. know, like she doesn't like, you know, she doesn't need a man. Yeah. She's her own like human being. Like that's what, uh, that's, that's what's so attractive as a queen that a queen doesn't confidence. need a man because she will, she will walk into a room full of confidence, full of light, full of energy because she knows who she is. She doesn't need to to tell other people to tell her how great she is because she knows who she is from the inside. Yeah, she doesn't need a man, but she honors her man. And but then if she she's married to a to a warrior yeah. and eventually the queen I believe a queen with a uh, with a warrior will lift him up. They, he, he has no other choice but to yeah. co- to become a king. Yeah. Uh, but but most men are waiting for the princess to become queens. Now you take the other side, the king, right? Most kings, when they come in, they're dating princesses. They attract to princesses because now most kings and queens, like there is a, a different energy. It's friction. Yeah. Yes. Because the woman knows who she is. She doesn't need your ass. And the man knows who he is. She doesn't need yeah. So now they they wanting and a desire to be together. Now the neediness to be together. Yes. A warrior and a princess, they need each other yes. in order for them to be a complete human being. That's what's like half, you know, uh, what do I call it? The uh, better half, right? Yeah. But a king and a queen, like they're they complete, they, complete and they know who they are and they, they, they'll have their, their friction. But at the end of the day, they continue to build. The vision is bigger. Right. It's, it's an empire vision, not just how, what can we do together uh, for us vision. Yeah. And I think that's why for me was such a beautiful example to have something from the Bible and something like it didn't have a name. So like my name could be inserted into that. So it's not something of what the world is dictating because it's, you know, you could fall short of what the queen mentality needs to look like for you. And just like if you're listening to this, a queen mentality is like for everybody is different because we're all so individually unique. But at the same time, it's like we don't take the time to explore and to remember. And that's what I tell my girls. I was like, just remember, like, I don't need to tell you. You don't need the world doesn't need to tell you. Social media doesn't need to tell you this magazine that I need to tell you. You need to take the time to sit down with yourself by yourself and actually remember like the greatness that God made in you. And when you start to remember, because that's what happened to me. Like when I started to remember, like after my 40th birthday, like the meditations and the stuff, like I sat down with God and he was just like downloading all these things. And it's like, Vivian, I made you for a reason. Like, you just remember, can you just let me show you? And that was like, Oh, okay, God, like I get it. You've been trying to tell me something for so long and now I get it. So it's like, okay, I can't live in this princess mentality, wanting, wanting, wishing, and hoping for things. But now I know who made me. I know why I'm here. And it may not look for everybody the same way. So it's like, okay, who, who are you as a queen? Who are you as a child of God? 
and the main ingredient like now that I'm hearing you talk the main ingredient between the the princess and um uh, and the queen is the the gratitude they have for what they have right now mm. like being humble and certain at the same time yes. like they're so grateful okay here so grateful so gracious about where they are and they're not asking for anything because they already have everything right and, but they want everything you see that's the difference they don't they're not asking for anything because they already have everything but they also want everything because they know that they that's that's yeah. their birthright because it's not like i deserve it but it's like i am you're granting me you granted me this because I'm remembering this and it's like, oh, okay, it doesn't really belong to me. Especially because of who we believe in, you know, it's like our creator. It's like none of this belongs to me. It belongs back to the world. And it's like, oh, okay, now I'm going to show up fully and and really give that back. And then my king is gonna come along and my my kids and my community, my kingdom. So it's like, how do you build that up? Right. And and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be a queen. And a lot of the girls, like, you know, sometimes it's like, well, it's easier to I, be I a, a princess. I don't want to be a queen. It's like, easy to be yeah. a princess. Is it like, to be a warrior? Yeah. Like, let me and just be here and, you know, show up just a little bit. And let me just, you know, look beautiful and act beautiful. But then do I feel beautiful on the inside? Right. So great. So listen, uh, yeah. we have a lot of things that yeah. we could be grateful <laughs> for. We could be talking about this for hours. So uh, the three things that we're going to wrap up this podcast with is number one is, you know, gratitude. You got to be grateful for the things you have. Actually, yes. there's, there's a, a rule of threes that I taught at this mastermind. It's three wins, three things that you can be grateful for. What are the three things that, that you're winning in life? The second one is three outcomes. What are the three outcomes that you want to achieve? What are the three yes. things that you want to accomplish in the next 30 days, in the next 100 days? And what are the three musts? Who must you become? Who must, wh and what why? must you do? Why? And, and it all comes down. None of that is, it matters unless you know the why, the what, and the who. Why do you want to do what you need to do? What is it that you get clear on what you want to do? And who do you yes. need to become to get it done? And I would just add to that, keep it simple. The mind always wants to make it like extravagant. It has to look good on paper. And that's what like I've learned from you a lot of the times is like, just try it out. Like what is the simplest way? What is the most authentic way to you that feels right? That's, but just go and do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Because a lot of the times we get hung up on that. Imperfect action. Imperfect action beats perfect planning every single day. I so love thank that. you. I appreciate you. We have less than 100 days yes. to 2021. We're going to close this this year strong. Thank you for watching yes. this podcast. Thank you for yes. interacting with us. We have a bunch of guys here. We have Diamond uh, Guzman, Enrique Valcazar, Greg Johnson, Matthew Garner. Good to see you, brother. Uh, and listen, at the end of the day, who you become in this process is what matters. And 2021 is going to come before we know it. Yes. And if you're waiting for 2020 to end, for all these things to be over, you're going to be dragging all that energy from 2020 to, the to 2021. Year. So get your shit together yes. now. Find yes. out what, why do you want it? What do you want? Who need to become? Keep it simple. And let's go get it because the best is yet to come. Yes, have an it. amazing time. And we'll see you next week. Learn it. Live it. Experience, experience it. it. Love, love life. life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.